future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Welcome. Welcome today to Live, Love, Thrive Women's Empowerment Hour brought to you by 360karma.com. As always, we have on two really amazing women today. Uh, we're going to first start with uh, Patrika Darbo, who is uh, an Academy, I mean, an Emmy Award winning uh, actress. Uh, she's in television and film and you're going to just love her. She's a lot of fun. And then later in the show, uh, we're going to be talking with Lisa Hennessy incredible career in television and now she has a uh, dream jobbing which is helping young people get into the industry fascinating you're not going to want to miss that stay tuned for that and right now please give a warm welcome to patrika darbo hi how hey, are you I'm very fine thank you thanks for having me oh my god i love your story let's let's talk about how you got into acting because i know there's so many women out there especially um that think that they can't get into you know not only acting but they think they can't do things later in life so i love your story that you actually got into acting in your 40s well it's funny i was um i, I was born at a time where your parents said learn to type because women need to know how to type yeah because you're not going to get a job other than typing yeah and so i um i started off as a credit manager i had a full-time job with people yeah. working for me um i did acting part-time right um i did a lot of community theater yeah um, I uh, met my husband in community theater. Then I got to do a little television here and there. I never took a vacation because I turned in time. And then I had a man tell me that I was a woman no more than a goat. Oh and my to God. never contradict him again. So know, His name wasn't Donald, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it's interesting. It, I, at the time, it was like, <gasps> this kind of thing. But as I look back on it now, it was the best thing that could have ever happened I, to yeah, me. Yeah, you and I talked about yes, that. I said, I guess yes. it was a blessing in disguise, that crazy guy, you know. And, and, and karma's uh, uh, tough. So God only knows what happened to him, but look what happened to you. Life mm, is like grand, It's you know? true. Well, I told yeah. him that their company would be bankrupt in six months if he didn't pay attention to me, and he didn't, and they were, and I, told I you. went on to win an Emmy. So. That, that's it. That's karma, baby. Karma is I good. I love it. So, but uh, people might like to understand, you know, your background, your story. So it started in Wisconsin? No, I was born oh. in Florida. Oh, Remember, that's born right, in Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, born in Jacksonville, yeah. Florida. My mother remarried. My mom and dad divorced. My mother remarried. My stepdad was with the Braves organization. And that's how you ended and up in Wisconsin. And that's how I ended up in Wisconsin. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in Georgia because oh the gosh. Braves moved from Milwaukee to Atlanta. And yeah. then um, I, out of college, I went to Georgia Southern in uh, Statesboro and then I came to California yeah. to be an actor but sort of along the way I stayed in my credit job and because um, I was a lousy waitress Catherine <laughs> <laughs> I would have been too uh, I'm, I'm good at uh, being I'm good at, at being at the restaurant but not I would not be a good server um, but uh, what about you know like I, I, I know I always try to look at you know well what what is it that made you like uh, so independent and resilient? You had quite an interesting uh, upbringing in, in that uh, you, you were, you know, because of the divorce, you were with your well, that grandmother you my, a lot. My, my paternal grandmother. Yeah. So my grandmother, so my sister and was brother. Was she awesome? I, she was. And yeah. um, so it was hard sometimes when one parent would want you to choose the other. And we always wanted to stay yeah. with my grandmother. But And so many know. listeners, I think, identify with this because how many 
I mean, how many kids come from a divorced family, like at least 50% well, of the like country? That. And right? I also, my mother had lupus at the time, and oh, wow. uh, at, when it really wasn't, you never even heard about lupus. I now with yeah. Selena Gomez, you hear, Gomez, you hear about right. it all the time. But um, my mother was also given a lot of steroids at the time, and but that time they didn't really know about steroid oh, rage. So this can be dangerous, yeah. which creates who you are. My sister, brother, and I never knew who was the good kid and the bad kid. Sometimes, and right. um, you, in other words, she was taking steroids because of the lupus. Yeah, because of the lupus, and which, it was affecting like you never knew what you were going to get because it causes rage. Yes. Oh, that yes. had to have been tough. It was tough, but yeah. I, again. I think as we talked about, it does, yeah. your background makes you who you are. It does. So um, what good came out of that, do you feel like? An Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you uh, channeled it, like, well, I your Well, and I think all of us yeah. are products of how we're brought up and what we're doing. Right. Um, and I think that the most important thing that I can say to anybody is don't let somebody dictate what you want. In other words, if you want to be an actor or you want to be a, a credit manager or you want to be a waitress and or whatever you want to whatever do, you, want you to are the commander of that ship. You right. get to make that decision. Right. No one else. And don't let anyone under any circumstances live your dream for you. You go out there and you get it. And when I mentor young women, which I try to do, um, I... And let me just say this. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and all these places, and I respond to all my own mail. If you have a question for me, I'm there. Just let me know. It takes me a while, but I'll get back to you. I believe what goes around comes around. Uh, no one should have to tell you to be nice to anyone. You should just do right, it. Right. And um, I always heard this saying, uh, someone who's not nice to the waiter is not a nice person. And I've really found that pretty much to be true. Well, it truly yeah. is. And some, you know, and... Uh, Unfortunately, we all have bad days, but yeah. um, it's your oh, bad day. You weren't nice to a waiter, were you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, kidding. it's not so I'm much that, but, you, but you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. just, it's your bad day. Yes, it's your don't bad day. Take we it all on, have bad days. Don't take yeah. it out on someone else. Yes. Um, I had a friend that who was a waitress, and somebody was going, last time I was in here, I told you. And she'd go, was I your waitress? Yeah. And they would go, no. Well, she said, then we're starting new, aren't we? Because I didn't do anything to you, so we're going to start oh, all over again. Oh, I like again. her already. Yeah, so it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think my childhood influenced yeah. who I was going to be. I came out here. another part of your childhood that I found fascinating was uh, – that your dad was, uh, your stepdad yes. was like uh, My really stepdad was classified as a midget. He was right. known as the biggest little man in baseball. Yeah. His name was Don Davidson. He wrote a book called Caught Short. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it's basically about his life in uh, baseball. And he, and he was a big influence oh, in your life. big yeah? influence because yeah. um, my dad, being four foot two, who would have thought that he would have been the traveling secretary for two major baseball, three major baseball teams. Wow. Um, he started with the Boston Braves, Milwaukee Braves, Atlanta Braves. Before he passed away, he was with the Houston Astros. He would have loved that they beat L.A. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. um, but he would have loved that. And he would have um, loved that you won an Emmy. I, oh, very right? much so. Yeah. Very much so. Even though he wanted me to type and I was making <laughs> enough money for a woman. <laughs> ah, those were the days. But, I, you know, his buttons would have popped. And in, yeah. and in reality, my real dad's buttons would have popped. Um, yeah. But my stepdad, because he was short, he, um, he did say he had a lot of tough times. I mean, yeah. he was always the kid that didn't. But um, he knew Babe Ruth. Yeah, um, he got to be part of that team, oh, cool. and so. And how did um, your mom meet him? My mom was a, a waitress, <laughs> yeah. and she and, met him. And she met him, yeah. um, and uh, then they fell in love, and they got married, and we went to live in Wisconsin. Wow! So that had to have been pretty traumatic, pulling up from 
Jacksonville and moving to yeah, never Wisconsin. Wear, we're barefoot yeah. all the time, running around, and then we go up to Wisconsin, there's snow up to your Appazutic. Yeah. We're like, whoo, what's this about? <laughs> so it was a little bit. And yeah. I think, you know, anytime for kids, it's a little bit of a shock. You go from your grandparents, yeah. and then suddenly you're with a new man who people are not kind to sometimes. Right, um, right. So it was a growing thing. But I saw my dad um, rise above all the name calling and the things like that. And the fact that this is what he wanted to do. And he went for it and got it. And he, he seemed took, like a good role model. He, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that that's part of your chutzpah that you saw, you know, here's this little guy and look how well he did in this arena I, and I definitely you know what if he could so. do it i could too and yeah definitely that's definitely yeah. i mean i think you know look around you um I think that there are different people around you all the time that you can learn from and grow from and um my dad was spectacular so so here you are uh working as a credit manager but you're dreaming of being an actress is at that time well at that time of course everybody as you know you do your little magazine things where you put out what your imaginary things and what you're going to strive your for your vision like, board yeah, kind of thing yeah. thank oh, you I, i'm a big believer in that i do yeah. and i've pictures of me holding up the oscar but i have the emmy so <laughs> I, I have something to strive for no wonder i said oscar i said oscar <laughs> i saw your you, future there you saw it there you go all right um and there's it's never too late i mean i will it's be 70 on my birthday coming up and um yeah i uh, can't believe that thank you very much I thank you um, i'm and very you started blessed in your 40s so now you've, yes you've had a whole lifetime i've in this had arena. two careers so far and yeah. what's to say I can't have a third? I'm trying to produce and do some other things right this moment. So you're never too old. You should never stop yeah. believing and dreaming and doing whatever you want to do. And if it's not working for you, change your mind and do something else. It's just that yeah. easy. I mean, it doesn't sound like easy. And, and believe me, when I was growing up and my mother was like popping you because you had that look on your face, um, <laughs> you didn't think so. But right. uh, it can happen. And uh, Okay, so you're a credit manager. You're think, you you walk out on the job, you're wanting to be a full-time actress. What's the first thing you did? Like, how did you make that big leap? Uh, well, first of all, I went home, sat down, and went, oh, my God, what have I done? <laughs> uh, and, and, and then, it, you know, it's like I do believe that what goes around comes around. I, like, it couldn't have been a day before I got a phone call to come and audition for a play. And uh, it was written by Del Shores called Cheatin'. And... That started it. That started yeah. the whole thing. I did the next show for Dell, which Dell uh, has had a radio show here. At yes, UBN. he did. I, yeah. Absolutely, Dell had one, and he does a lot of stand-up around. He's a brilliant writer, um, and, and I uh, loved his movies, uh, Sorted Lives. Sorted Lives. A He's got a whole chain of those going big on right cult this moment. Following for oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I was blessed. I got to originate the role, um, and uh, in three of his shows. So, um, and then one of the shows you were in turned into a movie and you were cast in that that was daddy's dying who's got the will and i got <laughs> wait to a minute daddy's dying who's got, got the will, will. yes um, <laughs> that sounds like his humor yeah that's it funny. was um it, you gotta want to see a movie called that <laughs> it is uh, please go see it uh, maybe i'll get a residual <laughs> um so that one i did it on stage for two years at theater theater here in los angeles which is now a greyhound bus stop on yeah. uh, on uh, coenga but we did it for two years there we went to edinburgh and performed the play there oh, how fun! it was wonderful and then um i got to reprise my role in uh, the film and then a ABC put me under contract. Then I did Step by Step, and 
I've been busy ever since. You are busy. Thank you. I know. I had a hard time booking you from <laughs> Anthony Turk. Thank you. I said, we've been talking about it for a while, but you're a busy lady. You're on The Bold and the Beautiful now. Yes, I am now. Thank I you. I love it's, that. It's terrific. Um, I've been on The Bold and the Beautiful. I was on Days of Our Lives. Um, I did. You've been in the middle. You've oh. been in my, you were in my, one of my favorite movies of all time, the, uh, in the Garden of Midnight good in the Garden of Good and Evil. Well, that was great. I'm, yeah. Um, uh, that was, it was interesting because I had done um, uh, In the Line of Fire, mm -hmm. and I didn't work with Clint Eastwood at that time, but he loved the scene that John Malkovich and I did in the bank. Not the death scene, but in the bank. Uh -huh. And he hired me to do Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. So. Hey, that's pretty cool so, when Clint yeah. Eastwood is saying, I want her. Yeah, that, yeah, always. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> that credit clerk. That, you know, boy, if anybody's out there sitting there, like, not liking their job, wanting to be an actress, you are definitely an inspiration for this. Well, it's your show, yeah. too, when you think about it. I mean, you got to live your life, you've got to thrive, and you've got to love what you're doing all the time. That's and it. when you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. Yes. I didn't coin that. Yes. Um, uh, I think that Eleanor Roosevelt said something, too, that was always my favorite. No one can ever make you feel bad about yourself unless you allow it. Right. So don't, if, don't let anybody tell you what your dreams are. You can't have them. Nobody can do that for you. Right. You can have anything you want. And I just... Do you prefer to do television or film, or do you just like it all? I really, truly love it all. I um, d Doing a daytime show is mm -hmm. probably the hardest work I've ever done because we shoot a movie script a day. Wow. So that's a lot of memorizing, a lot of hard work. I, I give my fellow actors kudos for that. When you think about our writers and producers, because they have to write a movie script a sure. day. Our producers are there when we get there and when we go home. Yeah, so people it's don't realize these are long days. Long, this is not long an easy days. Job. No, yeah. you can go in at 6.30 in the morning and you're not home until 8 or 9 at night, so wow. or longer. Um, and how many of those do you shoot a week? Um, usually, and they space it out, so actors probably work maybe two or three times a week if they're heavy mm -hmm. into program and stuff, which mm -hmm. gives you enough time to memorize mm -hmm. your lines and do stuff. So, you, so the time that you're not there shooting, you're memorizing. Memorizing. I mean, it is like all <laughs> And as you get a little yeah. older, you never leave your sofa. <laughs> you're memorizing all the time. Well, you know, and that's another thing a lot of people don't realize. Maybe they want to be an actor, but I was saying, you and I were talking about, one of the most important components is you have to be good at memorizing. You do, too. I think but that's a real gift, too. It's a gift. Yeah. But I think um, that's not reading, easy. You know, it's re I, it's young kids. When I talk to kids in schools, when I go and do that, it's like you have to impress upon children, and and I'm this is for parents too. Reading. 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 Mm -hmm. Please read to your children. And kids, you know, put the phone down for a few minutes, pick up a smelly old book from the library and read it because that's how we get jobs as an actor. We have to read. Right. We have parts and that's so important. Right. And, and that's one of the things when I'm mentoring my other actors is read scripts, go and read stuff, right. practice reading out loud so that you get better at right. what you're doing. I, I have to interject. I was saw Tyne Daly at the Geffen last night in a play, and it was uh, hilarious about, they said, uh, you know, she says, go to the library and lead, and he says, and read, and he says, Mom, there are no books in the libraries anymore. <laughs> it, isn't it terrible? I mean, it's really, there's sometimes, I, I mean, I have a Kindle, yeah. I will say that, because it's easier to carry three books yeah, with a Kindle. Yeah, I think people are moving to But every once in a while, when you I pick, like up, to pick, when you pick up. up a book, it's so interesting. Is there something wrong with me? No, I, I, I agree with you. Sometimes just having that book and turning the page and do it is really And the kinda, newspaper, too. Oh, I'm really I like old to read school. the paper. And the, I do, and the read, yeah. you know what, don't read just the first page. Go to like the, the fourth or fifth page and read the little things I love mm -hmm. on the what is the paper that comes out um, I'm, I want to say Wall Street Junior but it's not the Wall Street Journal it's the 
blah, blah, blah. It's the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But anyway, they one always have in the one of the pages, they have like every state listed. Yeah. And little things that are happening in each oh, state. Oh, yeah, USA Today? USA Today. Thank that's you. it. <laughs> the USA Today, every state has got a little blurb about something going. I find that fascinating. Yeah, it is. I really find that fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I remember on an airplane reading the insert in the magazine there about a lady who, um, she put her kid through uh, different dance classes. She had a boob job, I hope I can say that, <laughs> all by doing coupons. Oh she was the gosh. coupon queen. I mean, there you can find such really interesting things. Human interest Just stories. Read. That's why I like uh, Sunday morning. That's why I do this show. I love human interest stories that are positive. Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't feel like we have enough of that. I tell people, turn off the news. It's just so, uh, it sucks the energy out of you. But it doesn't, you, they, nobody yeah. ever goes and says like, we were talking in the other room before when your other guest was on and we were and I was speaking with your next guest and we were talking about the different things that come up nobody talks about the kids who are raising puppies to be tr service animals right. nobody nobody talks about the kids who are they don't trick-or-treat for candy they trick-or-treat for you at UNICEF where we, are those stories we, you know where yeah. are those why don't we encourage right. these kids that are doing good things why don't we help them um, that's what we as adults and even other kids in high school, if you're a senior, mentor a, a, a freshman. Let's not try to take over each other's lives. Let's help each other. I think people do want those human interest stories. I think people do. people tell me, oh, you know, oh, I think they put on that bad news because that's what, shoot them up, bang them up. That's what people, I said, no, I think it's because men run Hollywood. Thank you. And they write the scripts and they direct it and they think they think that's what people want. But I don't think that's what people want. I, I think, think if more women rose up in Hollywood to write and direct, I think the programming would be different, more positive, more human interest, like CBS Sunday Morning, let's say, which is my favorite show. Because there's human interest stories and who does everybody loves that well, show. Everybody well yeah. everybody loves everybody would rather feel good. Yeah. And oh isn't Hello. that wonderful? Even if you're sobbing in your Kleenex going, That's just so fabulous. I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean those kind of stories make yeah. your heart feel good. Yeah. Make make you want to face the day and have a much better day. Right. Instead of uh, fourteen people shot dead today I at know. McDonald. I mean Really? I Come know. On, let's, I know. We've got to. We've got to turn it around, and it's in our hands. Like you said, we create our fate. Well, we create our world. We create, and we're all a part of it. And we either participate in it, or we add to it in a positive way. And that's what I think you're doing because I, yeah, thank you. You're showing women uh, at any age you can live the life you love and do what you love. I think it's great that you're acting because acting is a tough thing to break into. Well, it really, um, it true, it's not the easiest. I right. mean, there, it but you did it. You proved it. I, 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 I yeah. you know, I'm very blessed. What's you, next? What's next? Being the producer is next. Really? But you know what's interesting? As we're sitting here right this moment doing this wonderful show, and you can see us. Yeah. So many people now, if they've got a camera, can create their own stuff. Yeah. One of the one of two years ago, one of the uh, Academy nominated films was Tangerine. It was shot on an iPhone. Right. You. I we that. have the, we have the ability to create and do these life stories. Yes. And, and there's if, nothing if, holding anybody back. Nothing. And yeah. if you if somebody turns you down, create your own. Go out there. D right. Don't be a participant in your own life. Right. That's the best thing to do. Right. Absolutely. So much. So uh, so what would you like to produce? Um, I'm, Do, I'm, I mean, are you a writer too? I've, I've written a couple things that I'm working on right this moment. Um, uh, 
hopefully that'll pick up. Um, I would talk to about it, but I'm not supposed to talk right. to about it. But right. you'd um, have to kill me. Yeah, and, no, and no I wouldn't be good. And... Mm, like this. <laughs> so hopefully the next time I'm here, I'll be talking to you about my human interest oh. thing that we're doing, and oh, um, it'll be great. Um, but I hope hope to, your next guest got me excited about getting and participating in something else that I can't wait to. Oh, to good. find and, out more about. And so. I know you do give back. So you volunteer to help others get into the industry? Well, and, I'm part of, um, yeah. I'm, I'm the co-chair of the Women's Committee at the Screen Actors Guild SAG-AFTRA, mm -hmm. uh, which are our two unions for performing. I belong to Women in Film and mentor there. Oh, um, I, uh, See, I, I believe successful women should be giving back. Successful people should be giving back because they've been blessed and they, it needs to be paid forward, right? I think so. Yeah. And I think even if you suddenly think, what do I have to offer? Everyone has something to bring to the table. So never negate your own feelings or your own abilities to do something. Right. I mean, that that's right. just so important to me is that yes. you just know that you can do it. You right. have the power. We as women have the power, and right. especially right now. Right. Especially, especially. right now. Yep. Because we we found a voice. Yes. We found a voice. It's unfortunate that the voice has to have a lot of sadness with it. But I think out of that sadness can come power. Yes. Um, and we should use it in the most positive ways. Yes. Now, you serve on the board uh, of the Television Academy, yes, right? With, yes. With one of my favorites, Lily Tomlin. I adore her. Is Lily she... and I are co-governors for the Performers Peer Group at the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. These, uh, This is the group She's got to that... be fun to work with. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> amazing. And uh, I think probably for me, it took me about... I might, I still am doing it where I like look at her and go, oh my God, I am the co-governor co with Lily Domlin. <laughs> and so it's like, because she's, she's an icon in our business. Oh, she is. Um, she's someone I grew up watching yes. um, uh, on Laugh-In. And, and here um, you are working with her side by I'm side. And now I'm working with her. And you know that sometimes we have our own, I'll have my own self-doubts and I'll go, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then I suddenly go. I'm in the room with all these people that I know you, that are on television all the day. You did and it. You did I, it. I did it. And I'm just, you know, and it has nothing to do with my talent now. It's just, am I the right look? Um, am, am I the the right ethnicity? Um, am I the right age? So right. it's now it's become those kind of things. But you things break all stuff. the barriers. Uh, age or, or, or a particular look or I mean you break the barrier I mean well, I think right? we have to I think again you can't let somebody tell you, you can't yeah. I mean if I'd listen to people say you have such a pretty face when you lose weight you can probably make it in this business oh my god hello yeah I and come on you know whether I have I'm heavy or I'm small I, mean, I have the same face and, and how dare only, you tell yeah, me yeah really and uh, also too whatever um, whatever programming that we watch whatever TV shows movies it's made up of people from life. It's, uh, so, the, um, the, I so, call it the American scene. It's reflective about when you walk down the street. Right, we don't so all just, look the same. Yeah, it's not all about six foot two, you know, yes, blonde, yes. you know, yes. bombshells. It's like real life people. Right. And I think we should realize that, that we are part of that real life people. Yeah. That we are, we are just as good as the person to the right or the left of us or in front or in back of us. And Yeah, we don't all know. have to look like no. models. And, no, we don't. Yeah. You certainly don't. Yeah. And so um, what would your advice be to, let's say somebody is midlife and really their, their secret, secret dream is that they would like to be an actress. What should they do to step out and make that happen like, like you did? Get in a class. 
There are classes, and classes do not dictate to you whether you have experience or no experience. They have beginning, middle, and intermediate. Just go enjoy a class. And don't just take one class, because sometimes you may be intimidated in that class. Maybe that teacher is not as warm and opening. So take another class. Right. Don't until you find the right, right fit. Right, find the right fit, and then grow in there until you're ready to go to that other class or the one that you stepped out of because you didn't feel you were adequate enough. And we're all adequate. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. And but it's, do you think it's also um, connecting, like connecting with people in the community? Oh, you know what? Right. I, it, the biggest thing I can tell the people that I mentor is don't sit in a bar whining about the fact you don't have a job. Get your butt in a class. Yes, and connect. And connect. And yeah. internet. and uh, Not internet. Uh, yeah. I love it. So we can see you at the Bold and the Beautiful. Yes. And any, what else is coming up? Uh, well, I've got the, uh, the Bay, which I did, which is um, in its third season right this moment. Ladies of the Lake is coming out, which is another. These are two internet um, shows that I just did, which I told you, everybody. You just, if you and you can, won an Emmy Award for thank that. Thank you. I did, my Emmy was for Acting Dead, yeah. which is about an actor who couldn't get a job till he turned himself into a zombie. And I play his ex-travel agent, now his talent <laughs> agent. And I was very, very blessed. I won. Won the the um, first short form category Emmy so as the best it. actress. Go, girl. I was. It's terrific. <laughs> Proud so of you. Very very happy about that. And um, and uh, as a governor with Lily Tomlin, as we talked about a moment, we we serve on the board, and so we make a lot of decisions about different things that are happening with the Television Academy. Um, and if I can say anything, if anybody out there is in the Academy, please go and register because the daytime Emmys are coming up now, and we need voters all the time. So and if people would like to connect with you, PatricaDarbo.com. Well, yeah, that's where you can get me patrika darbo everywhere so yeah, love it that's it thank you for being on you're an inspiration thank you so much i love it and we will be back next week with uh i mean excuse me we'll be back uh, in a few minutes with our next guest uh lisa hennessy and she is incredible you're going to want to hear about dream jobbing stay tuned thank you for tuning in to the live love thrive show where we bring you powerful and positive programming about women and those who support women's empowerment it seems by sharing their stories and showing us their talent and potential, they remind us of our own. We ask you to join us weekly by taking a minute to subscribe to our 360 Karma YouTube channel so you get to see every episode of these uplifting and inspiring stories. We all need more of this, yes? And did you know we have the Live Love Thrive book on our 360 Karma website and on Amazon? If you enjoy reading books of incredible women who are doing amazing work in the world, you will want to pick up a copy. Also, when you join 360karma.com, you will enjoy our growing video content of expert advice and support and learn about our workshops. If you would like to align with a like-minded, purpose-driven community, you will feel at home at 360karma.com. We encourage and support you to live the life you love. RTB Financial Group empowers women to raise the bar and take control of their financial future. For more information, visit rtbfinancialgroup.com or call Amanda Barr at 424-284-4216. The Live Love Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women.
And we are back with Lisa Hennessy from Dream Jobbing. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank great. you. Great. Pleasure well, to be here. I am so excited to talk about Dream Jobbing because you guys are really doing something very cutting edge, game changing. Um, but first, I want to talk about uh, how you got to where you are now to even launch this cool project. Mm -hmm. So uh, you were telling me you grew up in uh, Chicago, Chicago, right? And uh, Go and Cubs. that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you loved it there, yes? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a great city. It's yeah. a really great city. it's a great place to be from. It's uh, it, I'm very proud that that's part of my DNA. I think I still uh, hear your accent. Do you? I think oh, so. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. And are your, your now your folks followed you out here? You told me my sister. Uh, followed me after college, and then yeah. my folks came out as well. So oh, I, the nice. whole family migrated west. Oh, which, isn't that great? Because yeah. I'm, I'm bummed because my family's still on the East Coast. But thank God, my partner, Deborah's family, mm -hmm. she has like 2,000 relatives. They're all here. So I have a whole new family out here on the West Coast. But still have the family on the East Coast. So you're so lucky that yours came out and followed you yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It easy. My parents are on their way over to my house today, which is oh, great. Nice. So we're really close. And um, it's nice to now have my, my West Coast family, which yeah. is wonderful. So you were telling me that growing up, uh, everything came pretty easy. and like, You were like a great student and everything. But when you got out of college, you didn't realize how difficult it was to get that dream job that you wanted. Yeah. And so... All these years later, after you get into television and you mm -hmm. have this super successful career, you're, mm -hmm. you know, a, a Emmy Award uh, Emmy nominated. 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 I never yeah, got the award producer. yet. But yeah. Um, and so what I want to do is talk about how you got into this business, because mm -hmm. I think people always love hearing about that. That's yep. what we were talking about with uh, Patrika about mm -hmm. being an actress. But you as a producer for this, like, incredibly successful uh, Mark Burnett Productions. Mm -hmm. That had to have been an incredible ride. Mm -hmm. You were with them like 14 years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Time. And for people that don't know Mark Burnett, which I don't know who in this town wouldn't, but maybe we have listeners elsewhere, um, he is like the, that company is like the leader in um, reality TV. Yeah, yep. so, competition reality shows. We launched yeah. Survivor, which was sort of changed the, yeah. the, um, the groundwork of television. So I'm wondering if what happened to you is what happened to me is that after a long successful career in what we were doing, uh, I finally said, oh my gosh, I really want to do something to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Is that Exactly I can assume happened. that that's what happened with you, yeah, right? 100%. There's yeah. a there's point in your life where you, you want to be of service and, and do something on your own and something bigger than you. Like, yeah. I, I really, truly, like, to me, dream jobbing, and we'll get into that, is, is I want to I create something that will outlast, outlive me. Right. Um, and, and really make a mark, so. So take me back to when you came out of college. What, what happened? What was the reality check that you got? Uh, I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> we know, could. We all can. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Like you think back, like it makes your palms sweat even thinking about it. Yeah. When you when you graduate, you spent all this time working on your education. Um, for some people, spending their parents' money. For others, in student debt. And then you graduate, and it's just sort of this void, or or it's overwhelming, or it's it's it, it's it's difficult. You're just you just really have no idea what path you should choose, or your parents have an idea. Um, maybe your friends have an idea, maybe your college has an idea, but but you don't know what path to go down. Right. And it's it, it's right. incredibly overwhelming. So for me, and I, I think that's yeah. like most kids. Like once in a while, you have some kid that goes, you I know, be a doctor. From, from 10 years old, they're yeah. like, I want to be a doctor or whatever. Yeah. But most kids get out of college going, uh, what do I do now, right? Yeah. yeah how, do I, how do I figure out what I want to be doing? Mm -hmm. And even once I figure it out, well, how do I make it happen, mm -hmm. especially if it feels like a big dream? So was your dream always to work in the television industry? 
No, it wasn't um, yeah. actually. I, I wanted to. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, um, but I knew I. I I don't know. It, it was a it was a really a blank time for me. Did it just kind of fall in your lap? Like like no, how did you end up out no, here? No, I am um, uh, the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. You were like, <laughs> oh, sunshine. Chicago, I'm there. Yeah. Um, I I had an idea that I wanted to work in public relations, um, and so I came out to California. I I really truly enjoyed the sunshine. LA has been incredibly good to me. I, I I absolutely love my adopted home of California, and I was working in public relations, and I heard about this adventure program that was just starting and it was uh, it was sports it was teamwork it was adventure mm -hmm. and it was called eco challenge and that was Mark Burnett's first program oh. it was a really truly more of a race and he just started it now did that end up being the amazing race no no, no. it was before okay. the amazing race it was really before everything honestly yeah. it was the very beginning of everything it was in 1995 right. and I really truly just basically bugged him until he hired me <laughs> because I just knew I had this like epiphany that that was what I was meant to do. So how did you meet him that you could bug him? Like how did that happen? Uh, faxes, phone calls, six months of, of perseverance. There was four of us, five of us in the office. Um, okay, so now you were in LA by this time? Correct. I'd, I'd and, already lived in LA. Yeah, I moved to LA. And you heard about this Echo Challenge and mm -hmm. you thought, I want to work on that. Yeah, yeah that was it. That was it, honestly. And, you know, and that's the whole thing that people don't understand. Once you know what you want mm -hmm. and you put that intention on it mm -hmm. and you took the actions mm -hmm. to make it happen, well, that's why it happened. It didn't yeah. just like fall oh, no, just, in your lap. You made it happen. That's oh, the whole yeah. point, right? Yeah. We yeah. do create our fate. Yeah, yeah you do. And, and um, you know, it was before emails or social media or anything so I mean it was really truly faxes and, and phone calls and then I, I got an interview with him and um, started working on Eco Challenge as a as a coordinator and by two years later I was, I was running the show basically running, really? running his company and that was oh my gosh and I was young I was only 27 when I was having all this responsibility which was incredible and, and we produced that um, event and that TV show mm -hmm. all around the world um, for eight years in, in amazing countries like wow. New Zealand Australia Morocco Argentina um, and I, I could not be any more proud and any more grateful for that incredible ride it was absolutely incredible and, and amazing and probably and a lot to, of hard work oh you know 24 7 oh 24 7 yeah I mean reality TV really is uh, intense yeah and doing that schedule. in the middle yeah. of nowhere so it was right. 24 7 so this this race was um, teams of four and they would compete over 500 um, kilometers Wow! and it was super intense but did you and love it loved it loved, loved it. it oh my so gosh lo yeah loved every minute of it yeah. no no that was that was really truly the, the, the most amazing period of time for all of us I think yeah, Mark, Patrika Mark says even, that when you're doing what you love it's not even a job yeah no, yeah, we used to we used to laugh. We we're like, oh, this yeah. and a paycheck too. Yeah, <laughs> this right. is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then uh, in 2000, uh, we pitched it, uh, Survivor, and Survivor happened, and that really changed oh, the, wow, the landscape that... of television. Yeah, sure forever. Did. Yeah. yeah. So it was really it, it was an exciting ride. And, and is that it's, still on? It's, yeah, I yeah. think it's 34 seasons. Can Thir you believe it? Wow. Yeah, it's been 17 years. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. wow. So you did Survivor next, and uh, did you work on any of his other shows, or mainly Survivor? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Survivor, I, I helped launch Survivor. Um, so we, we produced that, um, that, that uh, the, the very first Survivor was in Borneo. It was in uh, this little island called Pulatiga, and it was right up the coast of where we were also producing Eco Challenge, um, which is Malaysia, Borneo, which was um, incredible. So I spent my, it was, I was, I just, I, my, I spent my 30th birthday actually in Borneo and I was so sick. I had whooping cough. I was so ill, but I spent about oh six gosh. months 
in um, in Malaysia. And so this was a way for you get to, to travel the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and, but but not even. But it was it was you're not a tourist, you're not a traveler, you're you're living in these countries, and then mm -hmm. you're also act, hiring locals and and negotiating with locals, and and there's just honestly like I'm so I have so much gratitude that I was able to do that because it gives you a global perspective. And when people ask me where I'm from, oftentimes I say I'm a global citizen. You know, right. I really truly like I, I've I've hired people, I've nurtured people, I've mentored people all around the world, and yeah, um, and I'm so grateful for having those experiences. I have that. a friend that uh, works for World Vision who has traveled to like 60 countries mm -hmm. and she said people that are here that haven't done that just don't have the perspective of understanding people around the globe yeah. like it really what you had was such an incredible opportunity and mm -hmm. experience that you can never it, it, it changes the very fiber of who you are and how yeah. you think right yeah well yeah. it's because it's it's become part of me you know eating the food seeing the yeah. you know it's it, my all my memories are a combination of who I am and so if I've lived in all these different countries mm -hmm. you know that really truly makes me a global citizen and, absolutely and uh, and there's an obligation to that as well once so you become that person what other shows of marks did you work on um, I did a, a show that was a co-production with DreamWorks called The Contender. Uh -huh. um, so I worked with uh, Sylvester Stallone was our host. Oh my um, gosh. Sugar Ray Leonard uh, was also on the show, who's amazing. He's one of my favorite people. I went to um, a fundraiser at his house not that long uh, ago. Oh, he's lovely. He's yeah. such a, I, I adore, he's such a legend, like absolute legend. Um, Rockstar was a show we did for CBS where uh -huh. we found a new lead singer for In Excess. Oh yeah, um, I, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and that was, that was super special for me because I grew up just loving In Excess. Like In Excess was my band and then all of a sudden I'm, you know, in working you know, on about it. working oh with God, them that's and crazy yeah it, it was incredible and your life um, sounds so amazing yeah it's it's been yeah. i'm very 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 blessed and very yeah. so grateful I, i'm not a big reality show person mm -hmm. but uh i do like shark tank mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know if you know but i have an offshoot of that i just did a local um a live event that mm -hmm. we're putting into a web series called She Tank. Oh, that's great. Yes, yeah. yes, so I, it's, did, uh, I did. Women investors listening yep. to the pitches of female entrepreneurs. And then there's other little caveats to it that make it different. You that's know, amazing. But uh, we want to do that in cities around the country. Oh, I'm, yeah. well, I, I'm in to help with whatever hand can, and I'm raising money. So I can be on, hopefully, can I be on She Tank? Yeah. Oh, that'd be <laughs> cool. Pitch, yeah. oh, we'd love that. Yeah, yes, thank you. We'd love that. And oddly enough, uh, Mark Burnett. That's ex-wife uh, Kim Gold, who mm -hmm. is a powerhouse in and of Absolutely. herself. That was one of the uh, co-founders of uh, True Religion Jeans. Yeah. Was on our panel, our yeah. first premiere panel, and she's awesome. Yeah, so, she's a powerhouse. Yeah, sure. it's like this really small world here in Los and in Hollywood, right? Which I love, and yeah. I feel like Hollywood of all of all places really helps each other, which I really like. Yes. I, I really feel like when you when you're in Los Angeles, people are constantly helping and connecting right. and um, and applauding people for success like we don't have that problem where we're, we put people down for being successful I, I really feel like we're always trying yes. to lift them up and, it, right. and I'm really happy that you're doing this with the focus on women because more than ever I think women need to, to bond together I was gonna say yes I feel that in Hollywood and yes it's a small community mm -hmm. where I see room for improvement mm -hmm. is bringing more women up into positions mm -hmm. of influence yep. and that will change uh, also the programming and movie mm -hmm. making that I see, I think we don't see a lot that really appeals to women mm -hmm. because of that. But um, I do see that changing. Um, I'm on an advisory board of a company called uh, Take the Lead, mm -hmm. which uh, takethelead.women.org uh, that Gloria Phelps uh, 
who was the past president of Planned Parenthood, started with, and I think Gloria Steinem is involved, and my friend Tabby Biddle is in charge of the Hollywood arena. Mm -hmm. And they're doing something called 50 Women Can Change the World mm -hmm. in each industry. And they're taking the top 50 women in those industries, like Hollywood, to train them to go back into these main companies, major companies, and help bring women up the ranks to help Incredible. expedite it because otherwise it'll take us like over 100 years yeah. to have equality yeah. and have women in positions of influence. Mm -hmm. And so we do have to have programs mm -hmm. to help, you know, to uh, help accelerate that. Yeah, no, and and I love that's that word. what I love about what you're doing mm -hmm. um, for young people mm -hmm. is um, helping them with this dream jobbing. So let's talk about dream jobbing. Yeah. How did it get started? And let's tell the folks listening what it's about. Yeah, um, well, it started, We it, it was a kernel of an idea because um, myself and my business partners really have been very fortunate. You know, mm -hmm. I just got done sort of telling the background of my story and how grateful I am. Um, and I really believe that no matter where you are from or, or what community you're part of, that you should have an opportunity to get on the path of that dream career. And mm -hmm. back when I was pursuing getting into, into Mark Burnett Productions, I had to make phone calls and I had to fax and I, and I got in. But now we're taking um, the idea that students can tell their story through video. Everyone's on video. They're on Snapchat, they're on Instagram. They're constantly telling their story. You know, they, they five years ago, we wouldn't have mm -hmm. talked about personal branding with students, but now they're, personal, they're branding themselves all the time. And so mm -hmm. we're teaching them to brand themselves professionally using the dream jobbing profile. So think of a LinkedIn profile with video for students. And then we teach them to reach out to professionals in order to get career advice um, for virtual mentorship. And the way we define the virtual mentorship is that the students have 15 minutes of time mm -hmm. to ask five questions. Um, and so a lot of these students don't know what, what careers are available and then what a career right. even is. Like, I mean, it's, there's a million different producers, for example, like right. a gazillion different producers. And so or just on a Hollywood out. set, there's just so many, so many different, different positions that they would never even know about. Yeah. From a, you know, the person that handles the script to, mm -hmm. you know, the assistants and uh, all the, I can't even think of all of them because there's so many different. There's so many different things. Yeah. And, and even, even us who live in Hollywood, like we don't even know what all these definitions of jobs are. And so right. the antiquated way of like a, a book, like what colors your parachute, first of all, kids aren't even reading books. And yeah. then and then the books or the career counselors don't even know what all these different jobs do. And right. so, um, so we teach students to reach out to professionals to have this connection. Connection is key. It's really important to connect people. And then the, the video, it's, it's via video. So the, if the mentor is fine and the mentee is fine, then we record um, that interaction, which then becomes a library of content for other students to access Very to find cool. out what um, different jobs are available. And then we also teach students to reach out to companies to get job shadowing experience. Now, is this just in the entertainment industry? No, or, no, no. Oh, no, it's no. in yeah. various yeah, industries. It. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, so someone could say, you know what, my dream is to work on Wall Street, and you could help them with that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Exactly. We basically teach them to fish. So, so, um, and we're working with students across the country. And so, if a student from can, and a lot of kids want to be nurse. There's a lot of a lot of young students, and we work a lot with at-risk students. Um, we work with the Boys and Girls Club, which many of you, um, your listeners, probably know of. Um, mm -hmm. We work with this organization called JAG, Jobs for, Jobs for Americans Gra America's Grads, which is the best organization that no one's heard of, which keeps at-risk students in school. Um, and these students deserve opportunities just like anyone else. And so, if you yeah. think about it, when you when a lot of the the listeners maybe were growing up, they could have they could reach out to their parents or their parents' friends for help. You know, hey mom what does a nurse do or you're a nurse can I come to your office or come to the, mm -hmm. the hospital for a day 
a lot of kids don't have that. A lot of kids, Absolutely. because of where they're from, they don't have parents that are, you know, looking after them in terms of what their career is. The career, having a career, no matter who you are, is overwhelming. And so this at least allows students to reach out to people and get that connection and get hands-on advice. Do you have some stories uh, to share, like uh, someone that came and, you know, participated in the program and then now they are hooked up with someone in yeah, the industry? There's, well, there's so yeah. many. One of, the, one of the, the young ladies who, um, we also offer really, really amazing once-in-a-lifetime dream jobs. And one of the, the girls, Anna K. Thomas, who um, uh, had this amazing opportunity to work at VH1, is now, she's now catapulted that into working for the Steve Harvey show. And so oh now, gosh, she's, now, she's actually, yeah, now she's actually um, one of the on-air I think I saw her Steve video. Yeah, she was like on the red carpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she was like, oh my God, this is my dream, dream job. job. Yeah, and now, and she's, now working she's working for Steve, Steve Harvey. Yeah, oh isn't that amazing? Oh my God, that's awesome. Um, and then and the other, one of the other uh, stories on the video, one of the girls, her name is um, Sydney Wheeler. Um, she's part of this, at she's one of the at-risk students as part of Jobs for American Grads Florida. She connected with a production company once again, just ask 15 minutes of what it's like yeah. to work in a production company. During that 15-minute phone call, she was offered an internship. Wow. I mean, literally 15 minutes and she's offered an internship. So people want to be connected. People want to yeah. be able to connect with young students. They're just too busy. Right. And so in a lot of mentorship programs, it's just too much time for the mentor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being producers, we know how to get people to say yes. So, yes. you know, if, if you're spending 15 minutes on um, Instagram, scrolling through Instagram, how about giving a student from somewhere in the country who may wants to, maybe wants to get into the profession you want to get into 15 minutes of your time right. and let them interview you? Like it's amazing, and the connections that are, and it's just, I'm just, I, I just want people all these want connections. Yeah, people want to help. People yeah. want to help, but they, but they don't know what vehicle to use. Yeah. So that's what dream jobbing is about. Yeah, and yeah. we have mentors on our site. So if anyone out there would like to be a virtual mentor, um, you know, you can contact us at info at dreamjobbing.com, and we'll add you to the um, to the platform. And when and did just, you guys start this? Is it, it's a new platform? Uh, we started. We launched it uh, a few years about, ago. Yeah, th two or three years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. 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 And it's and been. It's been. It's been so rewarding and, and uh, you know just it's just great to see other people that we're affecting already and people can see the stories on the website right because I know I, I saw yeah. some of your episodes of like I know there was one guy who got dream job of doing photographs over in like I think it was Thailand or something yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, being a photojournalist and yeah. um, and does it matter what age like are you no and, and really truly like we're, we're we really you know we focus on students um, right now high school students and college students but you know people of all ages can participate like right. to me also our, our, one of our hashtags is change your story because I think a lot of people have gone through a career for many years it may not be the right career for for them and this allows you to pivot and reach out to someone you know you might have wanted to be a, um, a writer when you were young but then you know you got married had kids and you know yeah, now put, you it yourself, you put it on the back burner and now you find yourself being 40 and, and you don't know well, where how to about, go uh, my guest that was on right before you Patrika mm -hmm. Darbo yep. she was a credit manager till she was 40 oh my God. so she's and then in her 40s oh became God. this like unbelievable actress she's really oh successful God. and incredible. rocking it yeah and that's 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 what that's why we started this we we started yeah. this to help people follow their dreams and because um, it's it's important not just to have a job for a paycheck, but to have a career is something that everyone, I think, should have. To do what you it, love. To do what you love, yeah. and, and then you'll never work again, really. <laughs> you know, Truly. Just... Yeah. And so you felt like you had that opportunity to do what you love, mm -hmm. and you wanted to give other people that opportunity. Mm -hmm. See, I love when people are super successful, and then they pay it forward. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. So, And I can only imagine how rewarding it must be 
to see people, you know, contact you guys and go through the process mm -hmm. and then actually get their dream job and go off on that trajectory. I mean, yeah. what could be more gratifying than that? Uh, it's so gratifying and, and um, we've seen so many successes and to be able to help, especially the at-risk students, I'm, I'm very passionate about personally. I just, I think that it's not fair that, you know, where you're born shouldn't determine what opportunities you have. I think you're so and, right. You know, and they need people like us. Like we, we need to remember, especially all of us that live on the coast, like there's a whole middle out there that's really struggling. Yeah. And to be able to help these young students have hope is everything and to help them stay in school is everything. And they must be so excited when you guys come and speak to them. Oh, they are, they are. And, 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 and honestly, it, like- Because you're giving them hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are. And, and you're and opening their eyes to, wow, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you go into them and you say, come to our website, mm -hmm. make your video, mm -hmm. and reach out to us for what mentor you wanna connect with. Is yeah, it well, we teach them to reach out to their own mentors. So they so they, um, they can, you know, through LinkedIn or websites, you know, you can find different people. And so they create a one minute video that states who they are. And then they ask people outside of our network um, who they, it could even be a celebrity, honestly. Like we've, we've had a young student from Florida just reached out to a local um, uh, uh, news station in um, Jacksonville, Florida. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to the anchor, who's a sports anchor. And like three days later, the kid was on the, the show, like on, oh on the on, like, literally, he sent his video. He sent his video in oh, and he said, it. I really want to know what it's like to be a sports um, entertainer or a sports anchor and the sports anchor. He tweeted it to him. And the next thing you know, the sports anchors like come in and and, you know, and be part of the, you know, the, the Jacksonville News. That's a cool and story. So, yeah, incredible. And, and now that news anchor is like, this is incredible. I want to be more part of this. Oh, and so, so we're hopefully going to have more kids, you know, job shadowing over there, which is really incredible. So, so when they come to the site, you guys help them. It, there's like instructions or something of how to create that effective video. Yeah, well, we, we yeah. mainly work with uh, nonprofits and high schools. And so we have a curriculum as well. So, so, so that, are you getting it underwritten? by yeah, sponsors so, and investors um, and yeah well it's it's uh, the the nonprofit uh, branches uh, pay a fee to have a um, a page on the dream jobbing platform and then they have their students make they te they're basically teaching the students um, to use so the are you reaching out to nonprofits is that what you're doing Correct. Now? yeah we reach, okay, we work good. with nonprofits we work with um, a couple high school high schools here in Los Angeles so um, if people are affiliated listeners with mm -hmm. high schools or nonprofits they should reach out to you yeah absolutely Love absolutely it. and colleges as well um, we we're working with um, students at USC oh, um, and great. most of the students that work at this class called my grads get jobs which is a good friend or my friend Chris Parkinson's the um, the pr uh, professor over there um, the kids that that get to make their video they get jobs at the Ellen show so we've had a ton oh of students getting opportunities on the Ellen show um, and then recently a, a young student I didn't even know she got this opportunity but I, I got this testimonial video which was so great for me to see she's a young girl from Alabama um, Atlanta and she, it was between her and another girl and because of her dream jobbing video she got a job at um, DreamWorks animation oh my god which that's is incredible fantastic. Oh, I was so happy well, to that's see a good it. one to end on yeah we're gonna end on that note um, because uh, obviously what you're doing is helping make people find their dream jobs yeah perfect name yep yeah thank you for what you're doing thank it's you so thank important. you and back at you yeah. <laughs> thank you for supporting women it's really important thank you thank you so much and um, we will be back next week with more awesome women and uh, be sure to look up dream jobbing really cool all right hugs and happiness see you next week thank you <laughs>